Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It's Friday. Can I tell you these Fridays are coming by so incredibly fast? They are. I can't believe it's time again. Hey, Shardy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Whew, I just told you I'm a little out of breath. I'm actually having to, um, I'm, I'm calling in remotely today, trying to take a little bit of a woo-saw break. <laughs> and um, this whole pregnancy thing, there's so many things that people don't tell you. You go run up the hall, and then you're like, Lord, I felt like I just ran a mile. <laughs> but so I'm trying to catch my well. breath right now. What would you say? You're wearing it very well. Thank you. I am I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Well, last week we did an Ask Keisha um, segment, which, you know, people always really, really genuinely, like, enjoy and have lots of questions. So I figured that um, we could do another one and answer the rest of the questions that we didn't have the opportunity to answer last week. So I guess we could just jump right on into it. We can. We'll start off with... Ms. with a Z, Broomin95. She asked, what's your favorite brand of makeup? Are you a MAC girl? Okay, my favorite brand of makeup. See, makeup is one of those things. I don't know any woman who sticks to just one brand for everything. And I'm just like every other woman. Like, you find the things that work best for you and you stick to them. The funny thing is that in my everyday life, I'm not a makeup girl at all. Like, you rarely see me in makeup, and if it is, it's the same thing. I love my Dior Show brow styler, my Lancome Hypnose um, drama, an excessive black mascara, my Ruby Woo MAC lipstick, and then MAC Blunt I'll use kind of as like a contour bronzy thing, and I'm done. Hmm. That's it. That's what I use during the day, and I feel like the biggest thing is just healthy skin. Um, my favorite, it's kind of pricey, I've said this before, but I literally, um, I wash my face with White Dove soap, and I use La Mer um, face cream and sunscreen. And a lot of people are like, well, what do you need sunscreen for? But I'm telling you, it it makes a difference. Like, as you get older, all of that, the sun that you get, just like doing regular everyday stuff, it wears on you. So I put sunscreen on every day on my face. Mm. But, and I drink tons of water. I think, you know, healthy skin it comes from the inside out. Definitely. So just something to keep in mind. But All you right. got to do what works for you. But I swear that hypnos, um, Lancome hypnos drama, that will change your life. Because I feel like your eyes are like the nipple of your face, right? Yes. It's what <laughs> everyone sees that first. So some good mascara and a good red lip will go a long way. And that's perfect for the next question. It's Lady of Sophistication 2. 
And her uh-huh. question is, do you wear lash extensions? I don't. You know, I'm one of those people, I, you know, those who do it, more power to you. However, I've had some friends who do it, and, like, they fall asleep, and if you sleep the wrong way, they wake up, and their eyelashes are, like, all cocks crazy. <laughs> I don't have time for all that. That's just too much to be trying to, like, <laughs> have to sleep a certain way because you're afraid you're going to bend your lashes up and be looking crazy, look like spiders crawling on your cheeks. But... You know, to each his own. I have a really good girlfriend. Hey, Danny. Um, my friend Danielle Pomone in L.A. who actually does last extensions, and she's been trying to get me to come do it, and I've seen her work, and it's amazeballs. But less is more for me. Like, I don't even like wearing gel nail polish because it creates a whole, like, you have to, like, soak it off. And I'm such more of, like, an easy girl. Like, I don't even go to the hairdresser. Like, I do my own hair because that whole trying to wait for an appointment or styles that – you know, it's just too much. Less is more for me. The less that I have to put in my schedule on a regular basis, the better, because I'm always doing something else. And that's just more time I could be doing a million other things with. Is that weird? No, no, not at all. I, I just, mm. I have bad they allergies. They look pretty, though. So I always rub my eyes. So anything on my eyes is a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> they look pretty. I, they really, really do. And I see ladies with them, I'm like, oh, that looks so nice. But yeah, I don't, I'm kind of have adult ADD a little bit. So trying to sit there for like a couple hours while people like individually put lashes on, I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. That's the same reason I can't wear a weave. Like it's just too much. <laughs> and plus my scalp feels like claustrophobic. I swear by a clip-in. I will clip some hair in and out in a heartbeat. But a sew-in, I can't even do it. I like, I can't. Next we have hope, love, forward slash wisdom. Let's see. What annoys you the most? You seem so free-spirited. I have a low tolerance for stupidity. Well, you know, part of being free-spirited is allowing people to be who they are and do what they do. And I try my best, like, you know, to just do that, allow people to be who they are and not lead with such a spirit of judgment. Um, But random things that annoy me, let's see. I think it's rude for people to fart. <laughs> like, everyone does it. I'm not saying, you you know, some people, like, I know, my brother is a little better out than in, or whatever that stupid-ass saying is. But go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, just because you have to fart doesn't mean I want to smell it. All right. I just think that is so incredibly rude. <laughs> and I'm grateful that my brothers feel the same way. Like, we're, like, we're not those type of people who, like, like, I just, I just, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Like, please. And it's really crazy that it's such a pet peeve because something that people don't tell you when you get pregnant, you have the worst gas. And I'm just grateful that mine tends to come up and out for sound. (laughs) (laughs) Indigestion and gas is so real. It is unbelievable. But, and I don't even, like, it's so bad. I don't even like Tums. But I I had to try some Tums the other day because my indigestion was so horrible, and that was all uh, my friend had on hand was to give me was a Tum. That Tums saved my life. It works like in minutes. <laughs> it's horribly chalky and nasty, but the result was worth it. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, it's too much information. No, no, I'm no, sorry, I'm going to be real about funny. pregnancy because there's a whole lot of stuff people just don't tell you. Just oh. don't tell you. Like, I pray my nipples go back to the way they used to be. <laughs> that is something so people don't tell you. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, they do, like, this weird, it's very odd. 
and I was looking at him just the other day, and I just said, God, please let you go back to the way you always have really cute boobs. They're beginning to look like aliens. <laughs> so I Next saw question, this I'm question. Um, I know the answer, but I thought it'd be interesting for you to answer. This is from D. Maxi. I always wonder, why do you have two last names? I don't have two last names. <laughs> I have a first, a middle, and a last name. A lot of times people hyphenate Knight Pulliam, but it is not hyphenated. My name is Keisha Knight Pulliam. Um, the reason I have all of those names is because I was born before my parents were married. So originally, my mother gave me her last name, Knight. And then it was changed to Keisha Knight, and they added the Pulliam. But it was never that I had two last names. Knight became my middle name, and Pulliam my last name. Cool. This is from Brown Sugar underscore 1990. <laughs> What's your hair hey, regimen? Brown Sugar. <laughs> What's my hair regimen? Yes. Less is the same thing, less is more. Like right now, my hair is in a braid around my head because it needs to be washed horribly, and I've been too lazy to do it. <laughs> but um, I don't have chemicals in my hair. I don't have a perm or anything like that. However, as I've gotten older, I have these little couple grays around the edges that I have to handle sometimes, <laughs> and it's like four of them, and they just desire to be seen. They're like, you are going to see me. So I may have to little slap a little dye on my edges, but... Um, other than that, it's just really good washing and conditioning. I feel that conditioning is really, really key, you know, to make sure that your hair, you know, it has moisture in it. But I naturally have a really oily scalp, so I can't put a lot of product in my hair. Um, literally, I can't put oil and all that kind of stuff because it weighs my hair down, and it just, I look like I'm straight out the trailer park, like, quick, fast, and in a hurry. And as it is, I have to wash my hair. If I don't want my hair to be weighed down and greasy, I have to, would have to wash mine every three to four days, which is just unrealistic right now. Like, I'm not even going to tell you the last time I washed my hair. It's pretty embarrassing right now. But it's happening. I'm washing it today. Um, but I really love Miss Jessie's products. Um, I use her products when I'm wearing my hair, like when I don't flat iron it, mm-hmm. and I wear it natural. Um, but you just it's really trial and error because no two people's hair is, hair is exactly the same but um but yeah you just need for straight styles i literally my new thing is i really love joyco um shampoo and randomly i started using it because they sell it at marshall's and you know how i feel about marshall's and tj maxx Mm -hmm. like that's like tarjay to me i can go in there with a buggy and just have a field day (laughs) so no, they sell the, like, big, huge thing of Joyco for, like, sixteen, fifteen, ninety nine in Marshalls. So that's how I started <laughs> using it, and I really, really like it. Um, and then the Miss Jessie, they have a um, hydrating curl conditioner that's really, really good. Uh, so, so yeah, you just got to gotta play with it and see what works with your hair. But I definitely have a completely different regimen when my hair is, like, curly and natural and wet versus when I flat iron it. Gotcha. So this is short and sweet forward slash pie two. Why did you start Camp Kizzy? Ooh, Camp Kizzy. Um, that's such my heart. But give back and philanthropy is just such an integral part of who I am as a person. And I've always done 
charity. It's not even charity. I don't even like that word. But I've always given back in a in a variety of different ways. Um, you know, whether it's feeding you know people who need good meals, and you know when we were growing up, that's something that my parents would do would take us on Thanksgiving to help you know hand out food to those in need. Um, it's something we've always done. And so then when I got to Spelman, I was a Bonner Scholar, which is a community service-based scholarship. And I did um, after-school arts with the kids over at Dean Rusk Elementary, which is no longer there. And I also was a Girl Scout leader through the Girls Are Great, Pro- Girls Are Great program, which is under the umbrella of Girl Scouts. But I was a Girl Scout growing up, and anyone who has been one knows that it costs money, like the badges, the field trips, the this, the that. And a lot of families in low-income neighborhoods, you know, they're worrying about food and and, and the essentials of life. So they don't have extra money to do those sort of things with their kids. So under Girls Are Great, I did free Girl Scouts for the girls of the Western community that surrounds Spelman, where, you know, Harris Homes, University Homes, I'm telling my age right now because none of these homes exist anymore. They've torn them down. But all of my girls came from those neighborhoods. And um, I had juniors, daisies, I had brownies, and I always knew that kids specifically, that's my heart and it's my niche. And I always knew I wanted to start my own nonprofit. And I've told the story before, but literally the moment I was like, okay, you know what, I have to do this. I, I've always, like, donated clothes or, you know, gone to help prepare meals with Meals on Wheels and different things like that. Um, completely under the radar because for me it's not about, you know, showing and posting everything that you do for someone else. It's just about doing it because what you it's what you desire to give and, and what you desire to do. So a lot of the community service that I've done, you know, over the years hasn't necessarily been documented. So something that I always do and do to this day, you know, Shardy, mm-hmm. is my clothes. Like when, you know, there's things that I'm no longer wearing or my boots got a little too big for (laughs) or whatever it may be, and it's all good stuff, I donate those. And that's part of why I started Kizzy's Closet under my Camp Kizzy umbrella. Um, So I was going to donate a bunch of clothes to this church. And I came in with bags and bags and bags of good stuff. But I was going to say good shit, but, you know, I have a podcast. But you always give good stuff, though, so... (laughs) Like, good stuff, because I feel like, you know, if I was getting something, regardless if if it's free or not, you still want to feel good in it. Right. So, so before I could get out of the the door good from this place, the people who are supposed to be sorting and the volunteers to help give the clothes to the people who need them started going through my stuff. They were like, oh, girl, you see this? Oh, let me me have that. (laughs) They were divvying up my stuff amongst them. So this is one of those times where they thought they were dealing with Rudy and they got Keisha. <laughs> so I marched back in there and I was like, I looked at them. I just grabbed my stuff. I started pick, taking the stuff from them, putting it back in the bag. <laughs> I grabbed all of my stuff and left and took it with me. And it was in that moment that I was like, you know, I have to do a nonprofit because I want to ensure that the people who truly need it are the ones who will receive it. Hmm. And the only way to do that was to do it myself. So that's how I decided. And I knew that it would be something with Kizzy because that's a family nickname of mine that my late grandfather gave me. And as you know, I'm a big fan of the movie Roots. I will sit down and watch the entire miniseries. (laughs) So 
that's how I came up with the Camp Kissy Foundation. Love it. This is from Tracy.Trace. Why did you decide to major in sociology? The truth? The truth. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I went to college undecided. I knew I wanted to go to college. I knew it was what I needed to do. And it was the only thing I didn't hate. Like, I took some, I knew, okay, I was like, yeah, I'm so not trying to be an English major because that's just not what the people need. I was like, math, nah, not so much. So my first semester, I was literally undecided, and I took classes and different things to decide what I liked. And I went with sociology because it felt the most intrinsic to who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's about people and societies and the interaction and just it's so much about what my true passion was and I was actually I had a concentration in film because when I was at Spelman they didn't have a mass comm or a film major but what you could do is you could cross register at Clark Atlanta mass comm department so I did that and I took probably more film classes than anything because that was my true passion and what I loved about sociology is that it helped me in my job as an actor and a filmmaker because it's about bringing those dynamics to life and the best way to do it is to study those real life dynamics between people Mm -hmm. and society and that's how I came up decided to be a sociology major wow I didn't know that process of elimination huh I didn't know that (laughs) Yeah, it was really process of elimination, but once I got into it, I really loved it. And, of course, you know, my, like, dad was like, everyone was like, what are you going to do with a sociology major? You can't do anything. <laughs> but it also goes back to the core of who I am and helping and giving back to people. Mm-hmm. And that piece of it I loved. Um, I don't know that I could ever have been a social worker because I'm very sensitive to I'm just sensitive to people, specifically people who are hurting, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I could deal with that emotional trauma on a daily basis, but I do know that I could do my best to help those in need. Hmm. This is from entertainment.lucy. Why okay. did you decide to join DST? Is there another choice? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know any other options existed. Like, what are you talking about? No, um, you know, and also something about that. I have to say, take this moment. My sorors, of course, at Delta Sigma Theta as a whole, have been so amazingly supportive all the time. But specifically, the ladies of Ada Kappa Chapter, which is my chapter that I pledged at at Spelman College, my fly funky deuces, they, like, have sent me flowers and chocolates and just so much to just let me know that they're there, that they support me. And I am so grateful for this. Um, I'm like, I'm emotional, you know, I'm hormonal, so everything. I thought you were fine. breaking up, but then I realized that was you. No. <laughs> you know, I'm, and the funny thing is, I'm so not a crier. Like, I'm so not a crier. But apparently I've become one. But um, I'm just so grateful for the love and support that I received. And, um, no, when I was when I was younger and working and traveling, um, the ladies who I always came in contact with through work and through travel, if I was an appearance or if it was, I was speaking, because I did speaking engagements even, you know, as a child, and the women who were running stuff were always Deltas. The women who were about their business, 
who were just like, I was in awe. And I knew that that's what I wanted to be a part of. And I also have, you know, two aunts. Oh, I have several aunts who are Deltas. And they happen to be my closest aunts, my favorite aunts. So that really, of course, helped it as well. So there was never a question. I knew when I came to Spelman that I was going to be a Delta. And I'm still trying to understand why I thought it was a good idea to pledge undergrad, but (laughs) that's another story for another day. But I wouldn't have done it any differently. I'm grateful that I did it that way because the bond of sisterhood is so deep. Um, It's just so deep that you really can't understand it unless you're in it. And all of my sorors, I'm so excited. It's like having family any and everywhere you go that you've never met but you know they got your back, and mm-hmm. vice versa. So, you know, one of you know, I have best friends. Some of my friends are are AKAs or, or other organizations, but for me, Delta was the only way. Now, what is this? Lenise Dash Love. And I'm going to, but wait, time out. And I'm going to start, I'm starting brainwashing my little one right now. <laughs> my goal, though. <laughs> My goal is to make her think it's her idea. <laughs> make her seem like it's her idea. Because I know how it works as kids, like, especially, like, if mom says right, you go left. So I'm, like, hoping that I can, like, reverse psychology on her so that she, she gets it. <laughs> but all her aunties, I don't think she wants those problems because all of her aunties are deltas. Yeah, she don't want those problems. <laughs> she don't want them problems because... As a result of pledging, like, some of my, 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 best, one of my best friends, you know, is, well, a lot of my good girlfriends are my line sisters. Like, to this day, you know, it doesn't matter how far, if I'm in their city, if they're in mine, they know it's nothing but a phone call. This is from Sue 32 hmm When you were younger, what did you see yourself when you grew up to be? Um, you know what's funny? When I was little... Granted, I was already a full-fledged career at five. Right. So um, (laughs) I wanted to be a doctor or a veterinarian specifically because I love animals, which you know, something in that field. And it was so funny because my dad really tried to hold me to that. He was like, so are you not going to go to medical school? And by the time, you know, when you're a kid, you want to be a million things. He really thought I was going to go to medical school. And I was like, yeah, Dad, I know. I, I think I'm going to stick with this. I kind of like it, and it's working for me. So <laughs> I'm going to continue acting. But I always knew that I was going to take a break to go to college. And, you know, that was always something very, very important to me. But I would, if I wasn't this, I would probably be, like, just that. I would be, like, a vet or, like, a dermatologist because, Bumps are not safe around me. <laughs> I am going to pick it. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um, and, and no, I less a sign of me really loving you if I'm going to pick your bumps. Because my brothers know. Like, they, they'll actually come to me and be like, Keish, can you get this for me? And I will gladly pop that bump. <laughs> Absolutely. Oops. Let me not say that. My grandmother gets mad when I say bad words. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, oh, so right now, you know what we can do real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many more questions we have, but let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get down. There's, there's one question. We're going to save that for last, but there was definitely one that everybody wanted to know, <laughs> and I will tell you more about that when we come back 
right here on Candidly Keisha. Stay tuned. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, well, we are back right here at Candidly Keisha. I hope you are enjoying um, all of these questions and answers and stuff and mm-hmm. what's happening. So I know, Shardy, you have a couple more questions for me. I and do. one question we're going to save for last is a lot of people are very have asked if my baby has a name, and she does. <laughs> but we're going to get to that in a little bit. Okay. So this is from Mom Rocks 23 What's your mm-hmm. favorite meal to cook slash prepare? And do you also enjoy being the only girl in your family? Well, I love being the only girl. And my brothers are clear that mom is my mom. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but I love, I love my brothers, too. It's funny, though, because I remember when my mom was pregnant with JP, which is my brother right under me. I'm the oldest of four. Um, I was about, I think it was four, almost five, when he was born. And um, I wanted a girl. I wanted a sister so bad. I wanted a sister so bad when I was little that, remember how they used to have those, like, you can adopt a child for 22 cents a month, mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever it was. So I was so special and just precocious and well-spoken at four. I called and ordered a child, right, thinking they were going to send me a little sister. And that was back when you could do, like, cash on delivery. Like, you didn't have to have a credit card and all that kind of stuff. I gave them my address. I gave them everything. And I was looking for my little sister to show up. And then finally they called and got, I think it was, like, my mom. And my mom was like, Keisha, did you call the state? And I did. I was like, but they're supposed to send me my little sister. Of course, she never came. But... But, yeah, so I wanted a little sister when my brother, JP, was born. And then I even hoped for a little sister when Michonne was born um, because I was about 10 when Michonne, we're all five years apart, when he was born. Then when my mom told me she was pregnant, I was like 15 at this point. But, Juwan, I was almost 16. I cried because I was like, I don't want a sister. I don't want to share my mom. Like, I acted a fool a little bit. And luckily, it was a boy, so all was well. Because um, I'd gotten used to being the only girl at that point. Uh, what was the rest of this question? I can't even remember. No, no, no. You're on the right track. She just wanted to know what um, was your favorite meal to cook or prepare. And she also asked oh, if you enjoyed favorite, being the only girl. Whatever I want to eat. <laughs> That's the truth. My favorite meal is whatever I want to eat. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's so true. I can tell you my little baby's favorite meal right now is pasta. It's really funny because I don't even really like pasta that much or Italian food. Like, I'll eat it. It's not that I dislike it, but my go-to is a steak. I like meat. I am such a carnivore. (laughs) She's not so particular about meat. So her favorite meal right now is this caprese pasta that I make, um, and it's so simple. It's just sautéing in olive oil, some chopped, fresh chopped, um, like or actually kind of finely chopped garlic, some fresh basil leaves chopped up, fresh basil leaves chopped up, and grape tomatoes halved, sautéed in olive oil. And then I literally just um, boil some fresh pasta. It could be spaghetti, linguine, whatever it is you like. And then I take the pasta and I toss it in the 
basil, tomato, garlic, olive oil mixture and put some Parmesan cheese on it. Oh, mm-hmm. she is in heaven. So much so. I made it last night. And um, it was the first time I'd made it in a while. And I'd kind of been having a craving for it. And I laid down to go to sleep. And it was the first time that I felt her kick. Like I could feel her moving. Oh. And it was the most exciting experience. Like before, I felt like little flutters. And you're like, okay, is that gas or is that this? Like where it was the first time I could discern it without thinking it could possibly be anything but her moving. And she does this weird thing where she'll like move all the way to one side of my stomach and kind of ball up. Mm-hmm. And I just talked to her and I'm like, baby, this is all your space. You can take up this whole area. <laughs> but last night was the first time that I felt her little self moving. And it was the most amazing experience I have ever had in life. Wow. Like literally, I just started crying. And I just had to pick up, it was like almost midnight, and I called my mom, like, Mom! And she, mom was like, she was like, what's going on? Are you okay? You know, Mom, she was <laughs> yes. first reaction. was like, oh, my God, what's wrong? And I was like, Mommy, no, I could feel her moving. And she just was, like, so excited. It was the best, most reassuring feeling in the world. Wow. And, yeah, so I guess I'll have to eat more pasta because really she gets excited. <laughs> This is from Mita Nita. All right, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's like a five-part question because her question is, what are your top five advices that you have received? Top five advice that I received? Mm-hmm. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> um, or maybe you could say three. <laughs> definitely number one is something I always say is never let anyone steal your joy. You know, that's so, so very important. And to always be your authentic self. And also, you know, in being your authentic self, it's not about being judgmental of others, but looking at every situation from a position of empathy. Um, Not sympathy, but empathy, really feeling for other people and treating others the way you desire to be treated. Um, I really do my best to make sure that I'm always treating people how I would want to be treated. And the last, I would say, is just always do your best because your competition is never with anyone outside of yourself. Mm. Competition is with you, and I just desire to be better than I was the day before every day and recognizing that there's enough for everyone, that I operate from a space of abundance at all times, that what's for me is for me, And it doesn't take away from what God has for you. And if more people recognize that, they wouldn't feel like they have to pull someone else down in order for them to be, in order for them to excel. This is... No, that's my long-winded answer. (laughs) No, no, I loved it. This is Loretta P. She asks, who is your favorite male or female actor that you would love to work with that you haven't? Uh, I love Angela Bassett, and I love Angela, Angel, Angelina Jolie. Mm. I would love, love, love the opportunity to work with both of them at the same damn time. What? <laughs> Amazing. I just love Angelina Jolie's just, her just individuality and strength. And Angela Bassett definitely has that strength piece as well. Um, 
And I'll never forget one time I had this audition, and it was really funny. I went in and the role, and they told me, they said, you know, she's just she's giving us too much Angela Bassett. I didn't get it. They're like, she's just giving us too much Angela Bassett and not enough Beyonce. I was like, well, damn, that was a compliment, because this wasn't singing. This is acting. Beyonce has it hands down when it comes to singing. Right. But, you, if, but Angela, you what? Well, thank you. I'll take that. This is Coco number five. Where do you see yourself okay. in 10 years? Happy and enjoying the hell out of life <laughs> and whatever I desire to do. Love and it. playing with my baby and having more babies and just just enjoying life. Okay, now this question, I know you already know. I've had multiple people ask this question about the baby's name. <laughs> you know, I went back and forth on if I wanted to, to share this or not, but I've decided that I would because it's so hard for me to keep it in because I'm so excited about her, but... Her name is Ella Grace. Love it. And it's funny how it came about. I'd always known that I wanted to name, I thought I wanted to name my baby Ella. Like, as a little girl, like, a lot of little girls who you dream, certain things you dream of. You like, oh, when I get married, and oh, my children are going to be named this, and oh. So for me, I always knew that I wanted to name my daughter Elle. And it was probably about a year and a half ago or so that I had a dream, and she came to me in my dream, and she referred to herself as Ella and not Elle. And she was like, Mommy, it's me. It's me, oh. Ella. And I was like, okay, okay, God, what is her name? What is it supposed to be? Is it Ella? Is it Elle? Is it what? And then I went to the Human and Civil Rights Museum. I think it was that next day. Me and my younger brother, Juwan, went. And I was looking, you know, going through the museum, and we were looking through the whole civil rights exhibit. And one of the women who was at the forefront of the civil rights movement, who a lot of people don't know about, her name was Ella. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, God, my angels, I'm listening. Her name is Ella. So I knew that I had, I knew Ella was going to be my first baby girl's first name. And then in the midst of all of this is when she's earned her middle name, Grace. Oh. Mm. When I tell you through all of this, the grace of God has been with us and has covered us and protected us and she's been my saving grace to get through it just knowing that it's not about me knowing that on days that I want to crawl up in the bed and pull the covers over my head and cry till my eyes fall out that it's not an option because she feels everything I feel and right now it's bigger than me it's about her it's about her being okay and the grace of God has just covered us during this time. So I know that her name is Ella Grace. And um, I'm just so excited to meet her because she has some amazing things to do in this world. And I can't wait to just support her along her journey of becoming all that she's destined to be. So that's my Ella Grace. Oh. You got me in tears. I'm, I'm, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
you I didn't plan on crying. She's my little poo-poo. And I love my little Ella. And I love when, you know, Jet rubs my belly and she's like, Ella. Oh. <laughs> and it's funny because my friends, um, one of my good girlfriends will a lot of times like FaceTime and her son, Kai, is a, he's a little over a year and we'll be on FaceTime. I'm like, can you say Ella? And so she'll call me. She's like, Keisha. You, this little boy is yelling Ella everywhere. Like, that's his favorite <laughs> word. He'll be like, Ella, Ella, Ella. Oh. <laughs> so I'm so excited to meet my little Ella. I'm excited, and too. I know she's going to be an amazing woman. She comes from a long lineage of strong, just, um, just wonderful women. And I can't wait to see all that she's going to accomplish and add to the legacy. I'm excited. So I guess have we answered all of the questions. Are there any random ones that we missed or um, what have you? All the appropriate ones. You know, you got a lot of people that love you and they show their love in a awkward way, <laughs> unappropriate way. <laughs> Bless their hearts. I, I was trying to keep it PG thirteen. All the love I can get. And I know people <laughs> sometimes can show it in odd ways, but yeah. just want to say again, grateful, grateful, and very thankful for all of the blessings. And you know, we'll be right back here next week, candidly, Keisha. Um, just thank you guys, and I hope you've enjoyed this week and have an amazing ball weekend. A great Friday. And enjoy some sunshine wherever you are. Enjoy these last few moments of summer and sun and everything. But this is definitely Candle Keisha. And thank you. Right back here next week. Same place, same time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.